0: Episode of Racing Only Better coming to you ahead of the July Festival. Uh, we've got three days to preview, the first of which is Thursday. I am joined as always by Dan Barber, Tony Calvin, and I get Kevin Blake in person. Look at that. Yeah. And we're really close to the camera as well. So anyone watching on YouTube is going to like this close. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. all around.
1: Spotting I all your flaws. Exclusive from Taxos so and New Market.
0: Correct. You're speaking
1: to the mic because you're going in and out of it, but
0: Honestly, <laughs> always the case, T C. Yeah. Um, Dan Barber. We are going to rattle through four races on ITV on Thursday, first day of the July Festival, as I say. But before we do that, how are you, Daniel?
2: Yeah, really good. Although on last week's racing, only better. I was driving back from Perth, listening, and you said I'm joined as usual by, and I was thinking, well, I'm not there, and then you just listed Brendan anyway. So, felt a as bit loved FYI, actually. She might, have been no way, she,
1: she might have been in wading mode.
0: I, and also, I just actually just much prefer Brendan to everyone. Yeah, I do.
2: So, I prefer Brendan to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think your mother would say the same. Everyone would agree. Um, T-C- how do you know
2: they've been that close, Brendan and my mother?
0: Because <laughs> I know the type of man Brendan Duke is. Anyway, TC, yes. tell me. A, how are you, my dear?
1: I'm and very B, good.
0: Tell me about not as uh,
1: not as well as um, juiced as you two, obviously, but yeah, not too bad for a first afternoon. Actually, actually.
0: collectively, not having the time of our lives here, but we're pulling it together for this episode of Racing Only Better. Um, TC, on a serious note, can we have the weather, please? We're in Newmarket. There's been no rain today, but what is the forecast? What is the ground? What's he putting on? Tell us.
1: Right, it's good to firm. Uh, they were meant to have 12 mil in some forecast on Tuesday. He hasn't got it. So he's artificially putting on 10 to 12 mil in a full irrigation. So putting on 12 mil is a mystery to me. Uh, and they're due four mil tonight and tomorrow. So I'm working on the basis of good, maybe good to soft if he's overdone it. Hopefully it'll be good ground. Hopefully, it'll be good Well,
0: fingers crossed for the good ground. Um, Gonna add something
3: in there? No, it'll, it'll be rattling until the rain comes let's say, because they like the forecast for today was horrendous and like it's being warm and drying here all day. So I'd say right now, now it'll be like that. So now,
1: we just put 12 mil on, so it won't be
3: well, yeah. But you know, pre, pre-watering, pre so oh, I see, yeah, yeah. They, they, hopefully, it'll be still be the, the quick side of good, but we'll see.
0: Fingers crossed, right. Uh, let's kick off with the first race of the July meeting on the Thursday, which is the 150 obviously on the July course. And it's the Bahrain trophy, it's the Group Three. So, over the mile, five furlongs for the three year old Colts. And Tower of London is the current two to one favourite as things stand right now. St. George in there for the Andrew Balding operation, second in the Queen's Vars is currently 15 to 8 in the market, and 11 to 4 is Castle Way for the Godolphin Operation at 7 to 2. Dan Barber, I'm going to come to you first for the Bahrain Trophy. Um, Plenty of these horses with interesting pedigrees and profiles going up in trips, some of them. Where do you stand with it at the moment?
2: At the minute, I think the best form is probably held by St George. But he's a bit more established. I mean, it was a massive run behind Gregory at Royal Ascot. But he did have experience on his side. And that's something Klondike didn't have when he ran against the same horse at Goodwood the time before. It's one of those, on a strict line through, Klondike has ground to make up. But I hate that as an approach to studying form anyway. And Mm -hmm. Klondike was on his second ever start, was still green, was facing completely different conditions to on his debut. He's a 600k purchase, is a Galileo half-brother to Kamari, who we saw rather nick that small-field tactical race here the last time we covered Newmarket and racing only better. Dam stayed very well, Cora. I think Klondike is still open to a lot of improvement, and just given he's given Gregory not a race, but he kept closest to him the time before, I thought he was the overpriced one in this, and I definitely wouldn't want to lay him at nine to one, given the potential for further improvement. He's not achieved as much as Saint George and Tower of London, but he's had less chance to, and I think he's open to more improvement.
0: Yeah, Klondike at nine to one, very much the unexposed type in there. Are you going for the potential improver TC or the proven performers?
1: Um, it's a tricky race. I mean, it cut up quite badly. 13 runners into six, but at least we've got at least four good ones. Castle weighs the pace angle, if you want to, if you want to go with that. Um, so I think St. George's got the best form, marginally going into it. Uh, I can see why Land Legends attracted a little bit of support when the sports were coping up at 16, because everyone saw how unlucky he was in the King George V handicap. Uh Dover Legend won it for the stable last year, but all roads lead to Tower of London for me. Um considering he's the five to one second favourite for the ledger with the sports book, I'm surprised he's as big as twos, and I'm surprised he's edging out towards nine to four in the exchange at the moment, recording this on Tuesday afternoon. Um, they always fought a, a lot of this horse, didn't kick on from his debut win, uh, but got back on track at Leopardstown and he was really impressive under the seven pound cona Killian uh, Hennessy at in the Ulster Derby last time. Now that mark only come up, that only came off a mark of 89, uh, 99, but uh, he won it easily. Um, the time was decent. The Fools come out and finished second in Espionage and it improved thirteen pounds in doing so. So I think, like I think, the handicap form is very strong. Um, yeah, I just think um, Tarot London to me. I probably won't be having a bet in the race at twos because, as Dan said, there's a lot of exposed horses in here. There's he's not even the form horse going into it, but and Castle, the way I'm a bit worried about him getting the run of the race from the front. But no, Tower of London would be the most likeliest winner to me.
0: Don Keppie, you want for the Irish as well?
3: Yeah, yeah. And I think he is the foreign pick. I'm not really, I, I'm a bit cautious of that Queen's vast form. Um, I don't know if it is what it seems. And Tower of London, I think that was quite a good Ulster derby. Um, it's always competitive and like he bolted up and it kind of went round the houses to do it. I know the runner-up is, is really well regarded by Michael Bell, and I keep beating him the bones of five lengths, you know, off American mark 99. Um, you, you hope that they go at least even pace for him because the thing that was holding them back early on was that he was just a bit too um, a bit too keen at times. They've kind of changed the way they've been riding them, and it's come together the last twice. So I'd say they'd like to ride him with a bit of patience, hopefully with an even pace in front of them. And um, he, I'm thinking he can take this step up my task in a strike before driving on even further.
0: All right, couple of votes for the Tower of London then. On we go to the Kingdom of Borough in July stakes. It's the group two for the two year olds over the six furlongs. And Puro Sangue is your 11 to four current, uh, nine to four with for market leader on the sports book, taking on Malk. At around seven to two, a mountain bear is the dart that Aiden O'Brien throws at four to one. Those are the top three in the market currently. And Puro Sangue, I've gone for it twice, Kev. I've committed nice. to this. Strong. Um, you know, people, TC, are latching on here to the potential of that Haydock run over a few horses further down in the betting, like the likes of Thunder Blue and others who have more experience, but are obviously, as a result, a bit more exposed.
1: Yeah, it's a particularly tricky race. This um, I haven't really got a strong opinion. Never really do in two-year-old races. Obviously, you've got 3 unraced horses.
0: You sound like Dan Barber.
1: Yeah, well, like we're, we're very similar. We, I, I like to have a good body go. to work to work, to, uh, to kind of like uh, devour, and you don't really get me two-year-old races. It's there, there's lots of too many unknowns. I'm surprised that I am surprised that Malk, the clear form choice. Is as big as seven to two, and he's edging towards fours on the exchange. So, if I was going to play, I'd probably play Mount. But, like I said, there's just too many unknowns. Maximum impact is quite interesting. Um, that went off seven to two for the uh, for the mid, uh, for the Windsor Castle. Didn't beat one home. Uh but it's quite interesting that uh, the the first time tongue toy that he wore to a Royal Ascot isn't on here. So I wonder oh. whether they will tribute that really poor performance um uh to that to the you know resenting the tongue tight. if that's the case then um there's 20s with the sportsbook there's 25s knocking around so maximum impact would probably be the overpriced one if obviously if you've forgiven that run at the winter castle and maybe the tongue tie is the reason for that so maximum impact if you want to dart but again i probably won't be having a bit in the race
0: yeah, fair enough. Those are for those with the forgiving nature. It just you'd have to draw a line. It's too bad to be true. The maximum impact run from last time. So that's an interesting Tonti angle is the for- in. Forgiveness
3: only better podcast. This is love it. <laughs>
0: forgiveness any better? Dan, do you have a view on this race? We know you don't like two-year-old races, but you only have four races to do your homework yeah. on for the show. So come on, yeah, come surely
2: on, patron on. saint of that group. Of forgiveness. I think should be Perotto, shouldn't he? He's the patron saint of forgiveness <laughs> after last week. Um, oh, I forgive. I forgave intelligent. Are that fucker didn't come out of the stalls, <laughs> yeah. Not the brightest, was he? Ironically, no. I oh. think this favors, isn't this fab a ra- pretty bad price? Comes from a hay dot race of the track bias day, the second and third rate in the same position have both been lapped since. Without wanting to venture into the realms of other podcasts with likable, more likable characters than us, anyway, on them. Um. Would he really be five to one at Haydock if he was a star? Uh-huh. And he was five to one at Haydock. I I was very impressed at the same track by Lake Forest, who was nine to two at Haydock, which is obviously a much different price, half a point shorter. But they were oh. the, the time is nothing to shout about, obviously. But I think that was just a reflection of the fact they didn't go a gallop, and he still came from last and won by two and a half lengths. i mean, in a haggis loving and. um Lake Forest. I'm I'm expecting to take a massive step up from that to win so decisively from a bad position in a tactical race. I reckon underplayed his his obvious ability by quite a lot. So mainly not don't like the favourite at the price, and I'd much rather back Lake Forest of the once-raced Haydock winners.
0: Of the Monterey Stadot winners, and a niche little group there. Yeah. Uh, seven to one Lake Forest for the Tom Arquand William Haggis team, seven to one currently with the sports book. Did you have a two year old view, Kev?
3: Yeah, there was two that kind of stood out on the, the figures for me, and they're, they're very different prices. The first one was uh, Pura Sangue, as you so beautifully pronounced, Thank um, you. who I'd agree with Dan. I was a bit surprised when they chopped it up and um, he was put in as short as he was. Um, whereas Chief Mankato, and the other one I like has been put in at a much bigger price and I thought his cover might have been blown slightly you might recall I was mentioning him um, prior to the Coventry and he was very very well back late Um, he was a real springer like in the last five minutes and then he did something stupid in the stalls and was withdrawn um, so that was not ideal Um, but they're continuing with their kind of punchy pitching him in um, into, into a group two again after that winning debut. And that has worked out really well. Um, it's worth, it, 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 on the day, it looked a good performance. He was the only one that was kind of held up off it, that got um, that got heavily involved in the finish. He went and won. But inquisitively, Avali Sangsters was second. He's run a belter through the Windsor Castle next time. The second and third both won their next starts. Um, it looked strong for him. And Charlie Hills has been kind of making very positive noises about him. So, at the prices, um, it's a fairly easy one for me to go with
1: Chief Mankato.
0: Okay, currently six to the ones investment.
1: They're actually joint bottom prices, a bit of eights in the marketplace with Chief Mankato. So, you yeah. could whether the buyers agree with you. In sport, what's just as important as the
2: goals, the
1: glory, the roar of the crowd? Yes, it's the halftime break. Time for a breather. A reset to keep everything on track. In sports betting, Betfair's Safer Gambling tools help you do that too. Like timeouts, so you take that all-important halftime break. Or deposit limits to help you keep count. Manage your play at safergambling.betfair.com. Simple ways to stay on top of your game with Betfair.
2: 18 Gamblerware.org. Okay, very
0: interesting. Uh, let's move on to the first handicap of the meeting, and it's the Bet365 handicap. It's over the six furlongs again. It's for the three-year-olds, a naught to one hundred and five event, and we've got plenty to go at here. So you've got Washington Heights in here taking on Quinault. They've met a good few times before, of course. Quinault on the what is it now? Six timer, six timer, I think. Frankness in there for Andrew Balding's operation. Millstream for Jane Chapelheim again bumped into Quinault of late, as have as have a few others in behind as well. Dan, I'm going to come to you here. Surely the handicapper has a grip on Quinnall hmm. now.
2: Surely, surely. Well, he didn't win by far enough to get an absolute hammer did he? It was only ahead. Now, I didn't count them exactly, but certainly the first four from York re and there's definitely more than that having a crack. Early signs that the form is probably fairly sound. No winners have come out of it, but a couple have finished second. None of them have been disgraced. Millstream was the one I liked that day. I still think his best days are ahead of him. But I'm going back for a two-pronged attack. One, an angle that Kevin and I like to extol, and that's just the best horse in the handicap, Desert Cop, who was six in the king stand and... Surely, if you pitch him in a king stand, you deem him a group horse. The fact then that you're happy to drop him back to a handicap suggests to me that they think he's a well-handicapped horse with his mark of 105. Harry Davis is claiming off him for the first time. He's never ridden him before, so that's a, basically a free three. Um, his first start back on turf was a bit of a disaster, wasn't it, that day I put him up at Ascot, but he's acquitted himself much better since. He's It's that that family that we've seen Jeff Smith have for years that the baldings of Excel with all speed balls who get better and better with racing. Desert cop is one of those. He's my first crack. And then animate made more of a believer of me at Newcastle than he had done before. I think he's most overpriced from an each way perspective. He's 14s. He's off the same markers at Newcastle when he made first move in a strongly run race to get past the long time leader. And then he got chinned by the unexposed thing that, that just swept past him later. But at first, when they stuck headgear on him a couple of starts ago, and I assumed it was just a, a declaration that they didn't think he was straightforward and maybe he isn't, uh, but he's shown enough in his efforts on turf. I thought fourth at last season to suggest he's as good on the grass. And yeah, I, I thought he was far more convincing all around dropped to sprinting for the first time. So still on exposed to sprinter, big running defeat at Newcastle when he was picked off late by Batal Dubai. And yeah, big, it's quite a big week, isn't it, on the handicap front for Chrisford and these, this owner because they've got that sea of Casper who goes for the John Smith's Cup, who I think is favourite at the moment.
0: All right, so anime is currently 14s on the Betfair Sportsbook, and Desert Cop is currently a 10 to 1 shot pretty much across the board, but obviously with the Betfair Sportsbook. Um, TC, you mentioned that the two-year-old race wasn't something you wanted to get stuck into in terms of betting prospect. This, on the other hand, surely has a tasty enough look to it.
1: Yeah, um, I think Dan's right. I think uh, Andrew Balding and Jeff Smith will win this, uh, but they won't win it for Desert Cop. They'll oh. win it for frankness. Now, there's quite an interesting angle into this horse. There's two interesting angles. Um, we'll start with the basics uh, ground versatile, run well up the track before. And the interesting angle is I could only find a couple of fillies in the last decade that Balding's uh, uh, ran in this race for, uh, for Jeff Smith, and they both won. Uh, Foxtrot Lady. And Dancing Star won it in 2018 and 2016. And interesting, when Dancing Star won this race in 2016, he came here via winning a Goodwood Handicap. And this year, a certain Frankness won that Goodwood Handicap. Absolutely gagged up. Now, it was a shit race, but he really, really well well. Uh, and surprisingly, well, they dropped him back to five furlongs for the first time ever at, at Royal Ascot last time. Uh, this horse has run over a mile before obviously just going for the prize um, and she was coming she was really coming with a very promising run when literally getting stopped furlong out uh, at Ascot I thought all her charts had gone but she actually regrouped and picked up again and was only beating less than six attempts at the line with a clear run I think she I wouldn't say she'd have won but she'd have been very very close uh,
2: so Did you read make... anything into the jockeys here, TC? I know it's not
1: your bag. No, no, I know I looked at that. I saw Harry Davis obviously in ridden in there and stuff. Doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter to me. Um, and, uh, you could be right, Desert Cop could be number one. I just thought the Phillies angle was really good. I thought the Ascot run was eye catching, back up to six furlongs, off the same mark as when it game really close in the in the Holy Road uh Royal Ascot. Eight to one, five places uh with the sports is going to get some hammer. I think she will go off around about 11 to 2, 6 to 1 favourite. Uh, I'm a bit worried about the draw. I hate being in draw 17 of 17, but high numbers have done well in this race in recent years. And there's this pace here in 11, 12 and 14. So hopefully there's a lot of pace around her. I'm really, really keen on her. Uh, there's you know It's an interesting news line as well as a, a solid form claim. Uh, and I can't let and I've already backed her, uh, backed him actually, and but the sportsbook at twenty fives, which I think is still fair enough. I backed Rousey Encore forties and thirty threes um, as soon as the market came up uh, just after midday on Thursday. Um, blew out last time when I tipped him, but he was a massive drifter there. Went off at seventy three or so at Not
2: just you did you, bollocks that day, because he's been gelded, hasn't he? Yes.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, the angle, the angle is uh, the falling handicap marks were one hundred and two to ninety four. Gelded, did. Um, obviously, he's outstandingly well handicapped on his middle week second. After having his, his nuts chopped off, I've got to give him one more chance. And I thought 25 to 1 plus about rousing encore was 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 too tempting for a saver. But no, I'm all over frankness in this. There won't be much rousing anymore for rousing
0: encore. <laughs> well done. Nicely done. Like it.
3: Lauren de Toulon
0: really you are but I'm here for it Uh, over to you Kev for this last view, on this we've got a couple of darts from TC a strong view from Dan
3: yeah Tajala for me
0: oh bloody Um,
3: less exposed than most Um, looked really promising winning the two year old debut last year and then went on the missing list but came back with a solid enough win um, on return and I thought they lost the unbeaten record last time but it was a good run and just looks ready for six furlongs and I don't think the handicap mark is overly um is overly onerous, so um I thought that he might be able to go on improving and defy that mark, um up, up to the six, and yeah, it's a pretty pretty straightforward case now. Um, and a half sister sold here a few hours ago for one thousand guineas, bought by a very clever person actually.
0: Wow, yeah. No. Oh, I thought you were going to do a big reveal.
3: No, then. no, no. Uh, Mihal Arlandi and his lovely wife Sheila.
0: Ah, lovely er,
3: wife. Er, That's er, my bird, price bracket. That thirty-four <laughs> against the worm, love fourteen. Love a, a fourteen. Grand.
0: Yeah. A grand. Wow. Could have the pedigree update. Um. Okay. Let's move on to the feature race on the first day of the July meeting. It is the Princes of Wales' stakes. It's the group two for the older horses. Only four in here over the mile, four furlongs, and they are topped by Adear, taking on Isra, taking on Global Storm, another one of the Charlie Appleby horses, and they're all taking on the dog that is Grand Alliance. So... I'm in savage I'm working
3: form. at Charlie Fellows and bring him in here. I now. know. Well, do
0: you know what? I was thinking about going out and getting balding to talk us through his runners as well. So we've got loads of options out there, but let's not. Let's not involve, involve the people that actually know what's going on. Um, let's Look, Adair is at the top of the betting currently. One to two favourite. Isra is in there at 100 to 13. Global Storm is eight and Grand Alliance. I should take that back. It's a 14 to one shot. TC, I will start with you. I, how do you play a race like this? And how are we rating Adair's form from Royal Ascot? Was that his best showing at this point?
1: No, no. Um, this this race is just an irrelevance. You've got <laughs> had six in it at five-day stage. Four are Appleby. Good old friend. They're running two. One to two's on shot. But do you really want to back him at twos on? You've got the stable mate Global Storms, most likely to go on from the front. Israel's going to sit behind Adiyar and try and pounce late because he's a little You're bit... They're sort of
0: doing a Matt Chapman type case map here for us.
1: To I'm, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm really up to I, I really think because uh, you're such a big fan, I think they should do it for uh, the Bunbury Cup or the Grand National. <laughs> <laughs> that be, uh, visually, I think that would be really good to do it for the Grand <laughs> National. Uh, TV? And, and basically, <laughs> you can do it uh, for, with 40 people, and be, you can <laughs> get, do it at Aintry just before the race. All the scouts will be drunk, and they can actually dive over and be, they could be unseating, falling, slipping <laughs> over, and all sorts. <laughs> but yeah, so it's got a lot of potential for the Grand National. Um, anyway, done like, it for I that, that bumper at first
2: last, Vanessa, that you saw? Yeah. I this done one done. of Prescott's will beat the Tracy Barfoot-Sawn by 95 What you could pounds. do, you could
1: have, um, the pace map there could be Forrest Gump running out, his, out of his house when a kid. <laughs> and, he, and his mum <laughs> chasing after him, saying you forgot your packed lunch. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, have you no, got um, No, I, I wouldn't be the massive surprise if, if Grand Alliance did win because no, it's a, it's a mess of a race. Two's on, no, no, I wouldn't have, I? Won't okay. So no. it's a no. It's
0: a no view from you. Go if, on
1: then. If, if the rain,
3: if 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 the ground ends up being you know, on the quick side, now it's would be brave. Back in air at that price, and I know look you look at his farm as well. You know he, he won. He won an ask at that time. I got the firm, but. Like, I just don't like him on fast ground. I think he's better on, on softer ground, and they would have been hoping for the rain. It's probably not going to come, and that sort of quantity. But we'll, we'll wait and see. He's but, got a heavy
0: old way about going. I he? don't
3: mind Grand Alliance. Like he's he's, he's quirky, but like it, it's in there, and it's this type of race now, which is probably the one to take a chance on him when he's a giant price, you know, relatively in a four runner race. Like time before last, like he's beaten and that. You know, that's 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 a fair effort. I know last time he's I guess not that like he's run bad, like he's beaten four and a half lengths by must Um I wouldn't like to be laying him at, you know, twelves, fourteens. Um you'd love an extra runner now and get a second place, but um beggars can't be choosers. But he'd be, he'd be my selection, I like could it just it's obviously a bit chancy, but at that sort of price, I'd much rather take my chance on the lovable, lovable rogue than um at on. All
0: right, lovable rogue then. What about you, Dan? You're a lovable rogue. Actually, you're not. You're not that lovable and you're not actually a rogue. So actually, I'm sorry. I'm
2: lovable and not a rogue, I was hoping you'd say then. No wonder um, your dates keep going tits up. <laughs> <laughs> With sharp lines <laughs> like that.
3: Shite on Grand Alliance's last on the wrong page. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you yeah, was behind pile driver. Yeah, don't mind
2: me.
0: Um, go on, Dan. Go on. Um,
2: I wasn't going to have a bet and then it... It sprung to mind the day we were all on the quickthorn train just how well is shaped up against the pace bias with quickthorn dominating, as Was hoped cantered into it, probably didn't see the trip out thoroughly. He's back in distance here. I'm, I'm with Kev wow. on, on quickish ground, he can just look a bit flat, can't he? Adair, and he's not stood a great deal of racing at all since his derby winning season, so be very tentative. But I think Isra might travel better than him. And be able to get away from him, but yeah, no, no massive concern. I've seen so many tactical, farc- farcical races at Newmarket's July course over the years that I'm not inclined to get involved in another one. All right, not
0: inclined then. So that is a rattle through just the four races that are on ITV from Newmarket on Thursday. But before we wrap up the show, see there was another race you wanted to mention.
1: Yeah, it's just a very, very good race. Uh but the 445 at Newmarket. Um the return of Nostrum. Um there's a couple of unraced horses in there. You've got tabshire um coming back in grade. Uh I, yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was an absolute cracking race. Yeah. Um I'd have much prefer that was on terrestrial than than the Princess of Wales, to be perfectly honest with you, because um you, you know we want to see horses with, with the potential that they've got in that race and uh, there's at least four
0: yeah that will be uh, yeah, we,
1: well, obviously we can't venture an opinion because we haven't got any betting anywhere yet so
0: zero betting okay naps guys naps bearing in mind listeners and viewers out there we are doing uh, this is being recorded on tuesday afternoon ahead of obviously thursday's racing then we'll be doing a thursday podcast for friday and Saturday as per usual so plenty of content coming your way for the july week but before we go naps TC i will start with you sir uh
1: no surprise um if i suspect by the time this goes out i, I suspect the eights might have gone but i'd make frankness a good each way bet at with five places with the sports we'll get six to one plus. But for the purposes of this, I'm going to go frankness, win only. Beautiful.
0: Daniel Barber?
2: I'll yeah. Dutch. I'm going to have half a point each oh, on I'm Animate good. and Desert Cop in the same race.
0: Do they let you do that?
2: Yeah. And Barry's not here. Well, the cat's away. The mice are on right the time. Don't worry
1: about that. That's that's perfectly fair, Dan.
0: There you
1: go. Got a downer on you today, isn't
2: she? on the, the, the punch bag. On the punch bag.
0: Punch bag. I need a punch bag today. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I love Dan. Everyone knows I love Dan. Go on, Kev, what's your nap?
3: Um, Chief cattle It could be Tower of London, and I'm normally getting these coin flips terribly wrong, so yeah. it's Chief cattle so Tower of London's a good thing.
0: Probably. Dare I ask at this stage, midsummer stage, how that naps table's looking, to you See?
1: I'm pissing up.
0: Oh, right. Good. I actually believe that, obviously. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that, Mainly due to
1: St. Lawrence, but yeah.
3: In, in fairness, I've won it like the last eight seasons in a row. So <laughs> <laughs> I was due a bad one. Well. Great <laughs> Nip's
0: table, one of the best Nip's tables.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, look, on that note, guys, uh, that was a rattle through Thursday. As I say, we'll be back later in the week. But for now, thank you very much for watching and listening. That was Racing Any Better. Enjoy the July festival. But remember, Gamble responsibly, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Anybody watching on YouTube, imagine <laughs> seeing I that suffer. coming down.
1: I, I tell you what, do you want to He's stop drinking now? <laughs> you might buy, you might buy horses by mistake if you carry on drinking.
0: I don't know what you're on about. I am not drinking. All right. You, you know later. It. Goodbye.